You're listening to The Wonder Podcast, brought to you by Be The Change Youth Initiative, where we believe everyone should be seen, heard, and loved. We're committed to educating, equipping, and empowering youth to use their lives in advocacy for others. The Wonder Podcast was created to be a space where we truly see and hear one another. Because when we listen to people's stories, empathy is cultivated. So we'd like to invite you along with us as we listen and learn from others. This is The Wonder Podcast. I am excited to introduce this week's guest, singer-songwriter Jonathan Payton. My brother and I had the opportunity to open for Jonathan and his wife Abigail at a house show several months ago, and one of the things that stuck out to me while watching them perform was the honesty they pursued in their art. A lot of their songs deal with the topic of mental health in one way or another, and whenever we meet another artist whose passion is to use their gifts and their story to help others, we're massive fans, and I think many of you will be fans too. So thank you so much, Jonathan, for joining me today. Of course. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So before we get started, I always ask guests three fun get-to-know-you questions. So the first one, as a singer-songwriter, I'm going to assume you have a dream collaboration. So who to be with and why? Um, dream collaboration. My favorite songwriters whose songs hit, hit me the most would be Jason Isbell. I'm a huge fan of his. Um, I love his songwriting. I love the honesty in it in the things that he writes about. So I think I think that'd be the coolest one. I also agree. Yeah. That'd be a really cool collaboration. <laughs> yeah. And then the next question, um, this one's kind of a simple one, but how do you like your coffee? Black. Nice. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I... I used to not be a black coffee drinker until I moved to Chattanooga and then a lot of people have pulled me towards that. And now I always get black coffee. No, that's awesome. <laughs> Welcome. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I work, I work in coffee. Um, my job for the past couple of years has been working for coffee farms and importers and roasters. Mm-hmm. So um, I drink it every day. Nice. As you should. Mm-hmm massive fan now (laughs) and the last one is if someone played one of your playlists on spotify what songs would they find the most besides jason isbell (laughs) lately um i've been listening to a lot of nathaniel rateliff oh never heard of him he's incredible he also has a band called nathaniel rateliff and the night sweats um Our friend Drayton Farley, he's doing great things. His music is incredible. If you haven't heard of him, you should look him up. Um, anything from, you know, Americana music to maybe classic rock. I do like a lot of classic rock. Um, I'll randomly get on a kick where I'll just listen to the Eagles or Elton John and a bunch of different people. Um, there's another guy I've been listening to a lot of, a guy named Cole Chaney. If you haven't heard of Cole Chaney, he's a great artist out of Kentucky. You should check him out. Okay. So, yeah, it's kind of random. I love it, though. I feel like whenever I ask people that question on here, it's always the random answers, but it's always, like, the most appreciated. I'm like, I never realized I don't know who this artist is. Yeah. But now I have Ooh. recommendations. Another one that you would like, if you've never heard of him, I listen to him a lot, a guy named Benjamin Todd. Oh, no. You would, yeah, yeah, you're going to thank me for that one. 
Yes. He writes some heavy, heavy songs. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for answering those really random questions. And thank you for joining me today, like I said before. Um, and so our connection, like I said before, is through music. We're part of the same circle that honestly, I still can't believe that we're a part of. And there are actually several overlapping connections within that circle. But our direct connection is through Jeff and Ashley Hollis in Hollis House Live. So side note, the Hollises are the most encouraging, supportive, non-biological family that we have here in Chattanooga. Um, They're huge supporters of live music and local artists, which like I said before, is how and I met you and Abby. Um, But I wanted to take a few minutes for you to share a little bit with those listening about what this community has meant for you um, and your music. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. So you mentioned the Hollises. Um, They are some of my favorite people. Uh, We just saw them this past weekend, had lunch with them. Um, We did a quick getaway to Chattanooga where we were kind of in and out, but we had to see them while we were there. Um, you know, it started out, I met Jeff's brother, John, through long story, but a really random, very random way. And that led to him sharing our music with Jeff and Ashley. And, you know, at first it was like, oh, cool, some new fans. And now, like, I would never use that word to describe them because they're great friends that um, they're our biggest cheerleaders and friends. And so when you have friends like that that really believe believe in you more than you do yourself. It's really it's really cool. Um, yeah, they they've been like family to us. We love them. Um, and a cool thing is, they do as you can you know testify to. They've done that for so many people, and it's genuine. It's not just something that they do. It's something that. I feel like they look at like something they get to do. You know, they they love people, they love music, they love connecting people through music. And so we got to meet, you know, they introduced us to you. Jeff called and was like, Hey, I've got these friends I want to introduce you to. Um, we want them to play at the house show with you. I'm like, absolutely. And so, you know, it turned out to be a great thing. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, great people in this area that they're connecting with and a lot of great people in your area that you know, we now know each other because of them. And so it's when you can be more of a community than a competition, it makes a world of difference. And they are really good at creating that for for people. Mm. They live up there in Chattanooga. We live here in North Georgia and I'll be like, oh, I got a show in Birmingham. They're like, we're on the way. And you're like, no one does that. You know, we're not used to that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we've, we definitely have felt, felt a lot of love and support from them. Um, some of my favorite people. So I'm grateful for the community that they've kind of created and also brought us into and they continue to expand and um, keep very genuine. Yeah. I could talk about yeah. them all day. I love oh, them. I mean, same. We love them too. They genuinely are some of the most supportive humans that we know and it's like you said like they're more than just people that will travel forever to go see you play a show you know they become family and they like genuinely mean what they say in the way that they like love another artist and it's like you said it's instead of competition it's more about building community and seeing that 
It's creating a space where other artists can really start to get to know one another and also support one another. I think Chattanooga has been such a really cool, unique experience, like just to live here because we've grown more into a family with so many people, not just artists. So I feel like it's just really cool to be able to have like those similar experiences and like acknowledge like the Hollises are those people who are wanting to build community and that's such a beautiful way. So I think it's really cool to be able to highlight that. But yeah. yeah. Um, and the first time that we heard your music live, not sure I can clearly articulate how impactful it was like I said before I was just like it was mind-blowing like the way that you guys were so honest in the way that you sung right um which is also one of the reasons why house shows are so special because you're able to kind of see all that transform into a more intimate setting um your music is so raw and emotional and I know that some of your songs come from a place of processing personal trauma And I also know, at least for us in the music that we create, those songs seem to resonate the most with other people. And I'd love for you to share a little bit about that specifically, how you use music to help you process those traumatic experiences in your life um, and what it's like when people connect with your music, especially those songs that carry the weight of those personal experiences. Yeah. um, So I've been, I've been writing for, gotta do the math um 16 years probably um and I gravitated towards me writing in my late teen years um as a way I didn't even it wasn't intentional but I realized um I could have gone to other things to deal with what I was kind of keeping inside and music I felt like was an outlet that I never knew that I needed um and so there were times when I made some really poor choices, you know, when I was 15, 16, 17 years old, um, you know, in terms of other outlets. And so I gravitated towards music and I feel like even in chaos, it gave me some sort of peace. Even when I was confused or hurting, um, it, it helped just to be able to write about things that I felt like I didn't have the ability to talk about or have the, you know, the people to talk to about these things, I would just write. And eventually I started sharing that with people and people connected and people enjoyed it. And next thing you know, I'm lugging gear around, like asking places like, Hey, can I come play a show here? You know, places that normally didn't have music. I'd just go and play because someone would listen. And so that really drew me in. Um, we have some fun songs, but you know, when I when I think about why I write, I kind of landed on something. Just recently, I was kind of challenged with that because life is really busy, and we're trying to figure out like how, what capacity do we do what we're doing? What's worth the time and the effort? Like, I'm obviously going to keep writing, but in terms of recording and playing shows and any kind of pursuit. Um, what are we going to do? Like, why? Why am I going to do this? And it came down to, um, I think my biggest goal in writing music is that when I write a song, that maybe someone will feel a little less alone. Because there's been songs that have done that for me. Um, when I didn't know, maybe when I was feeling a certain way and I didn't know how to write about it, but another song reached me in that moment. And then maybe eventually I was able to write about that thing, but it's been a confidence booster too, because it's encouraged me in other ways to 
be outspoken in ways that I wasn't before, if that makes sense. You know, after years of writing about things like, oh, I can articulate what's in my head um, through song, like, and over the years, it just kind of bled into being able to just have conversations and encourage me to open up to other people because I'm sharing these songs and people are like, oh, hey, I'm going through this. Thanks for sharing that song. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, like, I'd love to talk about it. Next thing you know, talking about these things that I'm not used to talking about. And I could go on and on about that kind of stuff. But when we, there, there are some stories that, you know, aren't really mine to share, but some of the stories that we have heard after some of our shows, it was just like, this is, I don't care if you were the only person here. This is, this is why we, we came and played. You know, we, we like to end a lot of our shows with the song. It's kind of about a really hard year, but trying to be grateful. And that song seems, it's called Count of the Stars. People seem to resonate with that one. And it, what I love about sharing that song is it seems to open up conversation between us and some of the people listening. And if often if someone comes and talks to us after they hear us play, it's about that song. And I mean, I've, We've played some shows recently where um, someone that we didn't know, they knew another artist we were playing with and they ended up at our show and and told us their, their story because they felt safe to do that after listening to our songs and I lost it. I just like, I like was heavy breathing, crying, just like, I can't, I can't believe this. And not at like a, pat on the back like oh good song but like wow I get to this person just opened up about a tragedy in their life that they said that they don't talk to anyone about and the reason why was because they heard a song like I don't know that's an indescribable feeling um it's more of like a well I can't believe that somehow this impacted someone so I know I probably rambled there a little bit but no, I think it's great. I I remember the first time that that happened with my brother and I, and that was when Brains started playing with me for the first time. It was literally the first show on the road and the first show that Brain played with me. And he shared his story of struggling with depression and suicide ideation. And he struggled with that for such a long time. And um, through that experience, he wrote a song called Conscience. And so he shared that the night that we had our first show in Austin, Texas. And that's when we were living in the RV. Um, and there, after he shared his story, after he shared the song, which is one of the last songs that we did, there were a bunch of teens that went up to him and just started talking to him. And there was a young girl that came up to me and shared her story of how she tried attempting suicide two weeks prior to the show. And so it's, it's really difficult I think especially because we were so young like to hear such a heavy topic but like conversations at the end of a show are some of my absolute favorites like it's a reminder as to why we do what we do why we write the songs the way that we write them it's like this is why I'm here it's not for all Mm -hmm. of this but like even if it's just helping one person like that's why we're doing it and sharing stories can be such an important impactful thing because it's like you said remind them that they're not alone that they're seeing that there are people who have similar experiences that want to use their art as a way to 
talk about those very difficult, heavy things that people are sometimes afraid to say um, or don't know how to say unless they're doing it through song or doing it through their art. You know, so I think it's such a really cool, beautiful thing. As heavy as it is, it's cool to know there are other artists who are wanting to take the time and like are pursuing life doing it that way that aren't afraid to like have those conversations and share those stories no matter how difficult it is so I think it's really cool that you guys are doing that yeah thanks it's 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 a I don't know it's a cool thing it's kind of funny because years ago I used to apologize for like oh sorry we got another sad song sorry we got another sad song Mm. I was just insecure about it and then I was like I gotta play something upbeat I gotta get people on their feet and I squashed that, you know, but that's all I used to think. Like now I just, I just go and play what I want to play. And we write a lot of, I don't know, like we've talked about is I write to help process and maybe share some of my story, but also other people's stories around us. And a lot of them are just sad songs, but yeah, they're, they're my favorite. So. Yes. Uh, sad songs are also my favorite. We had someone a little while ago, like a couple years ago, we shared, Ray and I started writing more and more when we first moved to Chattanooga. Um, and so a lot of them were sad songs because we were kind of processing all the stories of teens and youth that we listened to on the road, um, but also things that we were going through ourselves because I still struggle a lot with like anxiety, um, body dysmorphia, comparison, brain still struggles with depression. Like it's all these things that are still there and that we still wrestle through. And so we were pulling a lot of inspiration with writing music about those own experiences and so we shared it with someone that we knew and they were like these songs are just really sad and I don't know how to handle this and we were kind of just like left honestly discouraged because we're like well we don't really know what to do because someone just said not in a condescending way but in a way that was like you know it could be less sad (laughs) so yeah I think it's great that you're like we're just gonna squash that you're processing the way you're feeling and that's valid and people need sad songs. <laughs> like yeah. we need well, I'd sad say songs. Just, I don't know if you need the encouragement, but just keep doing your thing. If someone says that, just say, okay, keep doing your thing. Right. Cause that's all you can really yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, that's easier said than done, you know, especially if you mm. kind of put some hope or expectations into something and then someone comes and shoots it down a little bit, but. Yeah. I would say uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. Don't mm-hmm. don't let anyone change that. Mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to learn that. So yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. Of course. <laughs> and the last thing, I wanted to spend a little time talking about some really cool opportunities that you've had over this past year that are a direct result of simply reaching out to people. I was so inspired by it that Bray and I have started doing it as well. So your willingness to dream big is paying off. And I'd love for you to talk about why it's so important to keep dreaming those big dreams and working towards them. And then I'll share with you the opportunity that happened to us because it's kind of inspiring. So <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, we're used to playing local shows here in North Georgia, particularly Woodstock. We haven't branched out a ton. And as I mentioned, you know, life's, life's busy. Um, music is not my full time. It's, you know, I have three kids. 
and you know you've met Abby my wife so that we're a family of five plus a crazy dog so you know I I do have a, a day job a nine to five Monday through Friday and I'm grateful for that but I just was like okay if I'm gonna do music I want it to be meaningful I stopped playing shows where we were just background noise um and that you know I have I know a ton of people that are out there hustling every weekend and killing it. And I have so much respect for that. Um, you know, our, our schedule looks a little different, so it doesn't allow us to do that. So when we do play, I'm like, okay, I want, I'm going to start playing shows where people are listening. And then I started thinking more. I'm like, okay, like dream big, just ask for things, be persistent. Um, you know, I could be like, Oh, so-and-so is playing at, you know, this football stadium, they're doing a show. Why, why not ask to open? And of course, like, I never expected an answer, but cool thing is some of that persistence started, you know, making some opportunities. Um, we, I mentioned Jason Isbell. Um, his guitar player, Sadler, is my favorite guitar player out there. And for a year and a half, actually closer to two years, I would reach out to him periodically. Um, at the time I didn't even know that he was producing music and eventually almost two years after sending him messages and you got to also not be persistent, but don't annoy people, you know, <laughs> like I reached out to people that like, I genuinely like, Hey, I respect this person, their craft. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan. Well, next thing you know, we're in Nashville recording three songs with, with Sadler Vaden and it was kind of a pinch me moment. I was like, this is insane. Um, he is an incredible person. The experience that we had was insane. And we're talking about potentially doing more. Um, you know, we're in, we're in talks right now, but all that happened just from like, pretty much just reaching out, being persistent and asking. And then we, um, I remember I created a TikTok and I was like, what am I doing? I'm going to delete this. This is not for me. I think I deleted it, and I, and then I was someone encouraged me to, you know, reactivate it. So I reactivated it, and I put up a, it's like a thirty second clip, and I sent it to um, Zach Bryan, who I'm a fan of. And next thing you know, his I started a conversation with his manager, and he's like, "Hey, want to come out to Washington State and film for?" Belting Bronco series. And I was like, absolutely. So we had a Abby. He's like, hey, who's that? Who's that singing with you? I was like, that's my wife. He's like, can you guys both come out? I was like, absolutely. So Abby and I had like a, we spent a couple of days in Washington filming with Zach. And then Zach started, started touring and selling out massive shows. And he brought us along for, for three of those shows. It's pretty crazy. Um, we have a show that's like 90% chance of happening right now. We're not advertising. I don't think it'd be bad to say it on here. But I literally reached out to the mayor of our town and someone on the city council because there's a big show happening in our town. And I was like, I've got to be the opener. Like, please let us be the opener. There's probably going to be over 8,000 people. This, they do summer concert series in our town. And 
we're waiting to hear back, but we could be opening for Drew Holcomb this, uh, Drew and Ellie Holcomb in July. We'll see. But I just put it out there. And um, once we get the the thumbs up, then we'll, we'll go from there and announce it. But if that happens, it was just from, hey, I reached out to the mayor and city council. I was like, hey, help me. And it helped that it's in our town, but just ask for it. There's a lot of great local musicians around here. I don't know if anyone else asked, but I'm like, hey, I'm just going to keep asking away. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I don't know. I Some of these things sound like, initially sound like, why would you, no, don't do that. You know, they're going to say no. You're going to annoy them. You're going to be that guy. And I'm, So it's like, well, if I'm going to approach someone, it's going to be genuine. It's uh, and the cool thing is like all these people we've got connected with, I, I love them like as people. Like I would hang out with them, even if we never played music, you know, together again. I'm, I'm grateful for, the opportunities that that we've had, and I'm really grateful. You know, last year, Zach, Zach Bryan really really went out on a limb for us and did some things that, that I'm just I'm just grateful, mm-hmm. and so. I don't think I could say thanks to him enough. Mm. See, those are those are a few things, and I hope that when this summer works out, so, and I'm just I keep following up with it, and again, just just be genuine and mm. not uh not just out to sell you know sell yourself in a way, but mm. You know, hey, I've reached out to people like, hey, you've you've made an impact on me, and you've been an influence. Here's why. You know, I, I'd appreciate if you if you found some time, like, check this out. Nine times out of ten, people don't respond, but like I said, it took a year and a half, over a year and a half, to get a hold of Sadler. So it wasn't just a one time, like, oh, he didn't see it, and then just give up. So I really wanted to make that connection and eventually it, it happened. Mm. So I think what I would encourage you or anyone else, like if there's something you want that even seems far-fetched, like if you reach out and ask and you're kind and a decent human being about it and genuine, the, you know, a conversation could get started. You could hear a yes. Um, I just kind of like, hey, the worst thing that could happen is someone could say no and my life doesn't change because of it. Mm. I just got to know. I Thank know. you for all those words of wisdom <laughs> and encouragement. <laughs> I feel like this last year has kind of just been preparing like Bray and I of like, what does it actually look like to believe in ourselves? I can be very self-deprecating. And so even just the practice of like realizing like, no, this is something that I want and you're genuine about it and you approach it because it's like you genuinely believe like yes like this is what I want to do and I'm doing it for a good reason like you guys you write music because of your own stories but also because you want it to be healing for other people you know like even mm-hmm. within that self I think that's another thing too like music community here in Chattanooga is unlike anything else that I've experienced and I was doing the Nashville thing for a, oh, like two three years and I hated it, like absolutely mm-hmm. hated every second of it because it was all 
competition, arrogance, pride, like you name it. And yes, there are some like really good people in that. And I'm very thankful that I was like surrounded by good people. Um, but I saw a lot of like the ugly underbelly of everything. And so mm-hmm. I think like once you meet the genuine people in the industry who are wanting to like do this professionally, who are genuine good people, like you want them to succeed. You want them to have a win. And so I think when we're able to like cheer each other on and like, yes, like continue reaching out to those people. I hope that that show happens for you guys this summer. Like that's incredible. That's so awesome. It's great to see other people who are like, who do the craft because they love it and they want it to help other people. Like you want that to succeed. Like Mm -hmm. you want that to happen. So I think it's been really cool just to hear so many different stories like you and Abby's, like you guys are awesome humans and like, I'm continually thankful that you guys let us like open for you <laughs> because it was such a no, really cool ex- awesome. experience for me and Brayden too. So yeah, it's been super, it's been super great. We're just constantly encouraged by the people that we've been surrounded with who have like given us the time of day because a lot of people have it in the past. So it's just been like a really good breath of fresh air for sure awesome. living here. Yeah. Yeah. But I did want to share, um, yeah, the, yeah, the thing that happened. So it actually has to do with Ellie Holcomb. <laughs> um, we have some family friends who have like become so dear to us since we moved here. And they have two girls who have disabilities and they're four and they love guitars. Like they love instruments. And so they only have, they only had one guitar in their house that they continually fought over. And so mm-hmm. one day Bray and I, um, and my mom, we had a conversation and we're like, what if for like Christmas? Cause it was during Christmas time. Like, what if we got guitars for each of them and they were the same and like, they just did that. And one of them, her name's Cora. Um, she was going to have open heart surgery at some point. We didn't know when, but it was like, huge because she's four and she's had it before um and so we didn't like it was going to be a serious thing and so we were like we want to do something special for these two because they're the most precious little girls um that we know and they deserve so much and so we love both their parents also uh but then we found out that they love like the only things that they listen to music wise are like disney and then ellie holcomb and that's it (laughs) so we thought like my mom and i had a conversation about it'd be so cool if we could find a way to reach out to Ellie and see if she can make like a short video for Cora and Charlotte before Cora has her open heart surgery. And so we reached out to one person and that fell through. Um, and then we reached out again to someone else whose connection we had because we did a podcast when we were in living in the RV. So it was like three years mm-hmm. ago, but we made the connection. Her name is Jessica Morris. Um, and she knows someone who is connected to Ellie. And so we just reached out. We were like, hey, so we don't normally ask this. And we're doing this because it's a really good reason. And we explained the situation. And so she's like, uh, yes, let me do my connecting and I'll get back to you. And so we end up getting an email with the video of Ellie, like actually calling Cora and Charlotte by name saying like, I know you guys are super brave and you're going through a lot right now, but like, I just want to let you know that you were loved, you were seen and you know, I'm thinking of you. So it was such a cool thing. We got to show it to them and they were so surprised. We gave them the guitars and like, it was just the most amazing experience. But like, like you said, don't be afraid of reaching out and something cool like that can happen. And it made like this family's whole life (laughs) coming from the like, like, yeah. It's just, it's amazing, especially when people 
take the time to make videos like that you just have so much more of an appreciation for like not just them as an artist but like them as a human so yeah we'll continually be giving ellie holcomb shout outs for the rest of my life <laughs> that's awesome i know but when that's you brought really that cool. up i was like oh that's so cool because that's what i was gonna share <laughs> well if that happens i'll i'll have to bring it up to her yes that'd be so awesome uh well thank you so much for spending this time with me today um i know you've had probably had a really busy day because we're filming this at like 8 15 and it's 8 50 so um I really appreciate you doing this I am very thankful for you and Abby thankful for your hearts when it comes to music and just like humanity as a whole you guys are using your art in order to like create a positive change in our world um one person at a time one song at a time so those things matter and it's not going unnoticed there are a lot of people who genuinely love you guys um and are super encouraged and inspired by all that you do and I'm one of those people. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. And yeah. We appreciate what you guys are doing as well. So. Thank you. It's, it's, a, it's a awesome. Yay. Yeah. Well, this has been such a pleasure. Um, and for everyone that's listening, we'll see you guys two weeks from now on The Wonder Podcast. <laughs>